Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Radio you can touch. That can only mean one thing. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. You! You seem to know all the players in this poorly acted farce. What do they call that one? Bob Lutz. I've known you your entire life. There's no one who knows less about football. Jeff Lutz. I think now. every bowl game from now on should be named after something you can put in a bowl. Like raisins, the orange bowl's fine, sugar bowl's okay, but no tax slayer bowl. You can't put that in a bowl. You can envision a bowl of raisins. You call yourself a man. I wait for you. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Jeff Show picks are back. We're all excited about that. That's the first thing Coming you start. Up in hour number two, of course it is. You know those picks are brought to you by FanDuel. Well, FanDuel, fine. I, I just like making them. You can get your I like uh, the no interaction with no Doodle, sweat bets with Max. That's uh, good stuff. You can use the promo code Lutz when you sign up. For what? For picks. To get free bets, to get no sweat bets, to uh, get money back. I mean, there's so many things. You can play the spreads. You can do it all. Uh, what do you feel, have? How's it feel to be a shill? Love being a shill. Do you really? Tell me to shill something right now, I'll shill it. You'd do anything for a buck. Absolutely. That's a that's a horrible thing. Uh, 869-1240, that is the hotline sponsored by IHOP, where I uh, happen to get free pancakes. Actually, I don't. That'd be nice, Why don't though. I? That becomes the question. Because you're just a normal person, man. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with being a normal person. Uh, what else is on tap, you ask? John Kirby from Jayhawk Slant will join us at 225 as we uh, wind up our Big 12 football previews today and tomorrow. John Kirby, of course, will break down the KU Jayhawks. They open on, on uh, Friday night against uh, Missouri State. Yes. Uh, at 2.45, Dusty Trail, the head football coach at Bishop Carroll. Uh, they are expected to bounce back in a big way. They had a good year last year, but they're expected to be right there among the contenders again in Class 5A. We'll talk about uh, Bishop Carroll football with Dusty Trail. And then, of course, the picks coming up at 3.25 today. We'll be joined by our producer, Max Power, and our sometimes co-host, Jason Duda. So you've had a really uh, interesting last couple of hours. It's been fun. Which baseball has to fix this. Fix what? This waiver thing. Uh, it makes no sense. How is it broken? Well, it makes no sense. How come the Guardians and Reds can just claim everybody uh, because they have the first chance? Uh, and the Giants, the Marlins, chance. everybody else is just left out of it. 
Well, they're the first of the quote-unquote contending teams. And I lose that, and I use that term very loosely for the Cleveland Not Guardians. Not anymore, baby. You really think these three clowns, who were terrible in Anaheim, terrible. No, they weren't. Lucas Giolito was 1-5 with an ERA above 6. Yeah, he was not very good. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez, He fine. was okay. And Matt, and Matt Moore, Moore was, was fine. pretty good. Matt Moore's, Matt Moore's a good pitcher. But you really, you, you now uh, ask somebody on Twitter, one of the Cleveland Guardians beat writers who's looking for questions, your question was what size ring does Ronaldo Lopez wear? Yeah, that's correct. You're, you're just setting yourself up for massive. I told you this three days ago. Massive discipline. Why not enjoy it while it's here? We got a big series coming up against Tampa and a big, a huge in series. Tampa? No, in Cleveland. Then a huge series coming up with uh, Minnesota after that. In Minnesota? No, in Cleveland. These are all home games. So you're going to try to get to one of those. What if they get swept by Tampa? Then it's not going to look good. eight out, and these three clowns are over there in the dugout going, what the hell are we doing here? Well, that could happen, but it also might not happen. You you try to. Uh, well, I guess you give it your, your best chances. shot. I, I guess. I think Minnesota has Texas. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, they play at but Texas. It, it just doesn't make sense. Here's Minnesota, which has had a better year than Cleveland. Right. And they're sitting up there. They don't get a chance at any of these people. Meanwhile, the the team chasing them just claims them. All of them. Yep. They're. We get all you of them. Can't, now, now try to separate yourself from your fandom for a minute, please, because I would feel this way if, if it was the Cardinals, honestly. Well, it wouldn't. makes me kind of mad. What is this? What is the system? What's the motivation behind it? So these contending teams are these teams that thought they'd be contenders and they've fallen out of the race, put players on waivers to save a few bucks. Right. Uh, and then in order of your worst record. So the Cardinals could have had any of these guys because they have a terrible record, but they know they're not going anywhere. But it starts in your own league. So, they so would, you get up to the point where these teams on the fringe of contending are in a better position to claim additional help than the teams that are a little better than them. Right. That's called balance. And that's called. But uh, there, this isn't any time for balance. You don't try to fix balance. Five months into the year. Sure you do. No, Jeff, you're going to make me angry here because it you makes... know as a baseball fan, this not, this isn't right. So now the Reds and the Guardians have more hope. That's two te- Nobody has less hope because this of this. Is, this is not right. If I'm the Minnesota Twins or the Miami Marlins or the San Francisco Giants, I'm looking at this system and I'm saying, wait a minute, we got to get to the offseason. We got to fix this. This is not right. And I'm not saying that to begrudge Cleveland. They they're within the rules, but you're 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 unwilling to look at things without the prism of how it helps your team. And that that angers me. You know what? If I'm a, Minnesota and I'm five up and I'm I'm saying bring it. And if I'm Cleveland and I'm five up and Minnesota got those three no, guys, I'd say good luck to you. No, We're you're five not. up. If this had happened the reverse way, the Twins had brought, got these three and they're chasing the Guardians, you'd be livid today. I wouldn't be livid. You know it. I'd be five up. You know it. You'd be livid. I don't think so. Let's say you were two up, okay? Because the the Reds, who got Harrison Bader and Hunter Renfro today, uh, are in a dogfight 
for a wild card with several teams in the National League, including the aforementioned Marlins and Giants. Aren't the Marlins worse than them? Um, or am I wrong about that? I'm not sure. The Marlins lost the game last night, so they might be. Yeah, the Marlins are worse. They're under 500. The Reds are three over. Uh, so they could have claimed either one of those guys. I just think it's a misguided system. What about the Padres? The Padres they're, are done. They're out of it. but They've checked it in. But, yeah. As the Guardians should have. Well, we didn't. Uh, we have to block Minnesota, too. That's part of the strategy. We can't just let them run away with it because they were essentially uh, next in line. Had you lost the game yesterday, you would not have claimed any of these players. You'd be seven out. You'd be tail between your legs. You'd be going home. Okay, well, if we'd won the first game, we'd be three out. And we certainly would have claimed him. I don't like it. I'm just going to say it. And you'll you'll hear more about this. When? Watch these national riders. Watch some of these teams start to say, wait a minute. What's going on here? I don't think Uh, so. The Cincinnati Reds got a lot better today. I mean, significantly better. I'll, I'll hold judgment on Cleveland. Uh, but the Reds with Harrison Bader and Hunter Renfro, they've now solidified their lineup. Not that Hunter uh, Harrison Bader is a great offensive player, but he is a great defensive player. They've now solidified their lineup to the point where, look out. Yeah, making a successful waiver claim doesn't impact a club's claiming priority, so one club could theoretically claim every available player. That's a uh, good job, God, Cleveland. That's ridiculous. Beautiful spot to be in. That's a ridiculous we have, thing. We may have lost some games on purpose just so we'd be yeah, able to do that. that. You know what? That's what you're going to have to No think one about. thinks that. Well, the, certainly the appearance doesn't look good. I, and now we're going to tank to get waiver wire claims? But who's going to – who's in any other – any other year this doesn't happen because the Angels or a team like them probably aren't going to do that. Uh, a team under 500 isn't going to be usually within striking distance well, we'll see. Of, of a playoff division. We'll see, but if it does happen again, it, you know what? It can't happen again. This is a bad thing for baseball. I'm going to say that. I, I believe that. I don't. I know you don't because you How is it bad for it. baseball? A team like Cleveland shouldn't just be able to reload its roster on September 1. This shouldn't happen. Well, they of course they should. Every other year until last year, the waiver, the trade deadline, the waiver trade trade deadline was on yeah, August and that, 31st. Yeah, and that at that time you had to give up something uh, to get players like this at the waiver deadline. Well, Guardians have gotten now you just pay a few bucks and you got three guys in there. We've gotten six. Uh, it's a terrible system. I love it. I I can't. I, I've never been a bigger Twins fan. That's you. I, we're, we're the double-A franchise here in Wichita. Wichita, let's all rally around the Minnesota Twins. When you show up at Riverfront Stadium tonight to cheer on the Wichita wind surge, take in your, your Twins flag. Nobody has any. Point toward the press box where Jeff Lutz is going to be. I'm going to be at our dumb draft. Oh, you're not going to be at the press box? Our dumb draft. Yeah. You're too good for our dumb I'll draft I'll be there. But, uh, Why do you call it a dumb because draft? you're, you're – because of this little charade and spiel you're on. Really? Yeah. And we're going to absolutely dominate this league again. You never have. Scotty and me. So uh, take your take your uh, Twins stuff, your hats, your blankets, whatever. I know it's 100 degrees, but uh, boast of them. 
Make yourselves proud, yeah, Twins do fans. It. Losers. You didn't win any claims. I can't wait for the Twins to win this division. Good. I can't wait to uh, watch Lucas Giolito pitch in a, Good. In a Guardians. Good. He had a 6-4-9 ERA. He wasn't six. motivated. We're, we're, he's going over to a real team with real oh, yeah. pitching. This team's worse than the Angels were when they acquired him. Uh, well, they have the same record now. No, I mean, when the, when the Angels acquired him, they were above 500. I am, I understand. I'm the saying Guardians now. The are acquiring him when they're, what, six below 500? That's what I'm saying. They have the same record right now. The well, Angels. I'm, I'm just mad about it. For, l- let me be well, mad. We're the, we're the... And I'm sorry that you're involved. That's not the reason I'm mad. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, well, let's see here. The waivers would have gone A's, Royals, Rangers, or not Rangers, but uh, Tigers. I don't know. White Sox, they're not going to pick them up. The Guardians had the fifth best uh, spot. Right. So they should be able to say, okay, we'll take this guy. And then the next team should say, okay, we'll take this guy. And then if it goes back around and nobody claims any of these other people, then, then we start over. But but teams shouldn't be able to claim three guys in in one. I mean, swoop. I don't know. That seems, you know, and I can tell by that's the a collectively by the, bargained. I can tell by the way your face looks that you agree with. Me. I don't agree with you. It's a collectively bargained uh, part of part of the game. I know you agree with me, and if you'd just be the bigger man, I'm the, <laughs> uh, it would require you to be a big man right now. <laughs> Do you agree is, with me is or Giolito not? Giolito starting tomorrow or no? No. Do you agree with me or not? I wonder who we're going to DFA, folks. This is Jeff, uh, passively agreeing. I with don't you. agree. Say it. Say it for the world. I just did. Say I think this system is exactly the right. I system. think this system is flawless. Unbelievable. Set up to uh, improve teams that want to improve. No, not teams. A team. Two. We got two improved today. Right. Two teams who had the first opportunity as losers because they're not. They're, they're why didn't Minnesota get Harrison Bader? Why would they? Or Hunter Renfro? Well, I mean, they could have gotten either of those two guys, right? Isn't it the league first, or does it not do that anymore? I thought it went from. You don't even know. You don't even know the rule. I know the rule. Well, it used, I'm, to, I'm just, it used uh, to be the the league that the players are in got the, but it might not be that way anymore. I've never been more upset. But then again, I don't know. Uh, anyway, we are uh, looking at eight college games today. I actually had to really do some research today. It was difficult to find eight, but uh, we got eight, and a couple of those are right here in our state. Uh, Missouri State's not going to be nearly as good as they were last year. And they come to Lawrence to play the Jayhawks. Meanwhile, Southeast Missouri State is ranked in the top 10 in the FBC early rankings. And they're in uh, Manhattan on Saturday to play K-State. FCS. F- whatever it is. Whatever they call uh, it. And uh, that surprised me. So Southeast Missouri State. Did you make both of those lines? I did. Oof. We'll see. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. I don't see know how what, to pick we'll, either. We'll see what people pick. If you don't know how to pick, then I must have done a pretty good job. Well, you could be eight and a half, and I still wouldn't no, know. I, how to pick. I must have done a good job. Not necessarily. I, I did a better job than Major you could League have Baseball put it at, did. You could have put it at 41 and a half, and I'd be like, is KU that much better? Well, that, I'd hope you'd do a little research then. Mm. But you don't care. 
Okay. All, all you care about is is these three musketeers who are going to march into progressive field and and just help light us, it on fire. Help us win a series. And I don't mean that in the light it on fire positive way. How, why? They might as well burn down that stadium after these three show what, what did they do? I'm mad at them. How is it their fault? It's not necessarily their fault. But I got to have somebody. It's not to at take all this. their fault. I got to have somebody to take this out on. I can't wait to read uh, some of the MLB columnists uh, about this situation. I don't know that they're going to be up I, in arms about I don't about know either. It. I got I to see. Why don't we just call up Jeff Passan right now? Well, I can't get Jeff on the show that quickly. I know, but it'd be nice. Well, I could get Ryan Fagan. He's our baseball insider, by the way. Thought I was. No, you're, you don't know anything about it. <laughs> All you do is cheer for your team. You don't have the greater good in mind uh, when it comes to the great game of baseball. You're so... Uh, Why wouldn't I want to root for my own team? Well, you're so bogged down in that that you don't consider the health of the game. The, health, the game is just uh, as more healthy. I don't healthy. know if I've ever mentioned the philosophy class I took. Yeah, the greater good. But tell me, have I mentioned that? Tell me one team who's worse off today. Well, everybody that didn't get these guys that they're are not worse are off. Above, they're the same. That are above Cincinnati and uh, they're worse off in in that way. Two teams they're got wor- better. Here's what my philosophy class instructor would have said: uh, You don't always look at uh, the 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 tangible things about who's worse off. Sometimes you have to think a little deeper about that. I can almost hear him saying the okay, word. Okay, whose roster? I, I, and those words resonated with today. me. And I'm using a lot of what I was taught Outside in that Outside of the class. angels. I'm using a lot of what I was taught in that class right now on this show. You didn't answer my question. Because I'm so caught up right now in hearkening back to that class. Harken back. No, I'm hearkening you back. You hark back. No, I'm hearkening back. You hark back. Hearkening. Mm-mm. I'm hearkening back. I don't hark back. You should. No, that, that you don't. You don't hark back to anything. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure uh, my philosophy teacher mentioned that. So anyway, not a good day for the for MLB, in my opinion. Good day for the Guardians, and that's all Jeff's thinking about. Thank you. Not a bad day for anybody. Again, it's a bad day for the game as a whole. I don't see how that's even I possible. Wait. I can't wait to because read, the Reds read and the Guardians Rosenthal and uh, and the boys they're not uh, they're not going to say in on this. They're not going to say what you think they're going to say. I can't wait to read it. Uh, they're busy working on it right now. It'll be uh, online. <laughs> I can't wait. Hopefully before the end of the show. I can't wait until tomorrow's show or whenever this comes up, and you have to eat a little crow. Well, again, the the Guardians got better today. The game is not in any worse shape but than it a was. Lot of teams didn't have an opportunity to get better, and that bothers me. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll break down KU, the Jayhawks. We'll talk with John Kirby from Jayhawks Slant. KU, of course, opening tomorrow night up at uh, Memorial Stadium. They take on Missouri State. We'll get John Kirby's thoughts after this.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Standing on the corner, suitcase in my hand. Jackson's course of Jane is in her vest. All right, I uh, did not get the music me, today, Max, so you might send that to me. I don't know who this is, but I know the song has sweet in the title. And uh, that's the best must. All right, we are joined by John Kirby from Jayhawks Slant. We're going to talk about the KU Jayhawks. John, welcome. Bob, how you doing? Well, we're doing well. There's, it's no secret that this is a tremendous offensive team with a lot of firepower, almost everybody back in, in the two-deep depth chart for Kansas offensively. But they got to get better uh, defensively. Will that happen in 2023? You know, I tend to say yes, and I'll tell you why. I mean, you've got what you hope, and I've heard some of the, like Phil Steele, the analysts say this, is when you bring back so many guys, you just hope there's some improvement based off the fact that they've got that much experience. Okay, I mean, in the secondary, I mean, you've got like 3,000 snaps coming back in the secondary. You've got all your starters coming back at linebacker and then a transfer who pushed them you know, for, for a starting job. The the one area that's the question mark going in, and it's it's the one area that I say is there's potential because I think they're going to be more athletic up front outside of maybe at that rush-in spot. But I do think they have a chance to improve defensively up front, especially more athletically and getting after the quarterback 
on the interior and on the the strong side with Jeremy Robinson. So if that happens and the defense takes a step or two forward, what's to say Kansas couldn't be not only one of the surprises in the Big 12, but also one of the surprises in the country? Is that on the table, in your opinion? Well, you know, Bob, I think you just got to get through it and and see – what this thing looks like these first few weeks. I mean, you know, you got Illinois coming in in week two. That's going to be a tough game. I mean, Illinois brings back their entire front seven. They they bring back all their starters on the O-line. So they're going to be a big physical Big Ten team. Some of the Sometimes it's a type of team that KU doesn't match up with very well. So I think we've got to see what it looks like. The parts are there and the pieces are there. And, you know, last year was magical. I mean, you know, they got off to that start. You had ESPN game day there. But, you know, they had some nice things that happened along the way to get there. So I just think we've got to wait and see what it looks like early on here. Does the the high ceiling of of KU indicate a high floor as well? Or is there so much, like you said, that we still have to see, we still have to find out? Jalen Daniels' health might be one of the the X factors that uh, uh, the, the range of outcomes could be a little bit wider than that. Well, you know, when you look at Jalen Daniels, you know, they, they're saying that he's he's really returned full-time to practice this week, okay? And, and I know we were there during fall camp, and he was limited through that. Bob, when you look back and you see what they did last year offensively and when they had success, it was really in those first four or five weeks when he was playing, okay? And it was because they opened up a playbook that was about as diverse as you can be. I mean, they were running option. They were running quarterback run game they had the tight ends involved they had wide receivers involved they had Highshaw and Neal and those guys were running and I'm telling you they do Andy Kotelnicki is an incredibly creative offensive coordinator where they get a lot of things going with motion and, and they do a lot of window dressing and they keep defenses on their heels so the question is going to be is that full complement of the playbook open? I asked Kotelnicki that this week, and he said, absolutely. He said, it is all available game one. So based on what he's saying is, is Jalen Daniels should be healthy, what he's saying, to do what they did last year when they go out to West Virginia against a pretty good defense and, and run all over them, go down to Houston and run all over them and you know put up some nice points and nice drives against Duke, who has an offensive mind, uh, defensive-minded coach there, and Duke ended up being a good team last year. So I think KU's at their best when that offense is moving around. And look at last year what happened. Jalen Jalen went out. Bean came in. The offense still moved the football. And then when Daniels came back, they did not open up that playbook like they did earlier in the season. I think they were trying to help him out and trying to preserve him and keep him safe a little bit, and they weren't quite as daring. But when they got everything going, I think they're pretty good. Talking uh, Kansas football, John Kirby from Jayhawk Slant. Uh, so, so Kansas had this remarkable opening to go five and zero last year. Obviously, the injury to Daniels happened, but they were still competitive in a lot of their losses. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm for me, and I want to see if you agree. This is one of those teams that I think, uh, man, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put too much on them. But I think if everything clicks, I, I think they're an eight, nine win team. Am I, am I crazy, John? You know, I don't think you're crazy. But like you said, I think things have got to click. Okay, I mean, you've got Illinois coming in week two. 
You've got a just a weird kind of game in week three at Nevada. You're going on the road. You play a, I think it's a 9:30 Central time. So I mean, you know, those, those guys, their bodies are going to be off. It's a it's a tough travel there. Um, there. There's nothing that flies right into Reno there. I'm sure they can probably land the plane there. And then it comes back from that. And then you got BYU, Texas, Central Florida, Oklahoma State. So I mean, there's games in there. Can they beat BYU at home? Absolutely. Can they beat Central Florida at home? Absolutely. Can they beat Oklahoma State on the road? I think that's a possibility. But again, are these games that you want to go go in your pocket and pull out a $100 bill right now and say, yes, I'm betting on it right now? No, I don't know that you are, but you do say there's a chance. Yeah, you know, it. how hard is it? And that's not the right word, but it must be somewhat difficult for you personally not to kind of get caught up in, in everything that's that's going on around KU. I just opened up the Kansas City Star. Their first prediction is Jalen Daniels is a Heisman finalist. And not that that can't happen, but, I mean, it, it's, it must be a little bit different to analyze fairly in a world of hot takes. Is that fair? Yeah, you know, for me, it's not. I, I've covered the program since 99. So I started when Terry Allen was there. Then I went to Mangino. Then I went to Gill. And it just goes on down the road. So, you know, I've seen a lot of bad. I've seen some good. So I want to say I'm a little bit of a seasoned veteran. I, I've kind of seen all peaks and valleys of KU football. So I, I stay pretty even keel on it and, and try to stay pretty real and keep, you know, it's like I was telling everybody with Missouri State coming in. Uh, we do this prediction thread, and I mean, you know, there's guys, you know, predictions 56 to 7, 50, 52 to 10, 49 to 10. And, you know, I'm like, you know, Missouri State's not a bad team. I mean, they're, they they went on the road two years ago, ha- had Oklahoma State in trouble in the fourth quarter. They lost by seven. Last year, they went down to Fayetteville. They were leading Arkansas in the fourth quarter in Fayetteville. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you've got to kind of keep it grounded here. I know I know the Jayhawks got to the bowl game last year, and Leipold is a tremendous coach. They've got organization. There's structure in the program. He's got a good staff. There's a system. Things are going in the right direction. But sometimes you got to pull back to a little bit and just look at it real and say, hey, there's, there's still some pretty tough games on this schedule. John Kirby, our guest from Jayhawk Slant, and, and you're exactly right. And, of course, I've been around a, a while myself, so I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to KU, too. I've also seen it on the K-State side, and I guess the comparison I would make is when Bill Snyder came to K-State, there was immediate improvement. You could see it with your eyes, and, and there was progress made. But there were also some plateaus in those early years, sometimes when maybe they – uh, started climbing the mountain a little bit too quickly for their feet and lost uh, their grass. So uh, in that way, uh, this this rebuild at, at Kansas is uh, probably in a, in a similar spot. But I do think this rebuild is definitely underway, and at some point KU will get to a point where uh, they're a contending team in the Big 12. What do you think of that assessment? Yeah, I think that's very fair. And, and you know, when you look at the Big 12, okay, you lose Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, those are two of your upper echelon teams. And you're going to bring in a whole new slew of four teams coming forward. And I think those teams, when you look at when you look at who's joined and when you look at who's going to join, I think those are teams year in, year out, Kansas can compete with. 
Okay, I mean, you know, I was telling somebody the other day that, you know, you lose Texas and Oklahoma and all of a sudden replace them with a Colorado and a, and a Arizona. That's not a bad trade-off if that's what your schedule is going to look like. So I think Lance has this thing going to where they've got a great strength and conditioning program. You've got the stadium improvements coming, new locker room, new weight room. Everything is trending up. But like you said, now I'll tell you what, once Snyder got it going there, I, I don't remember – I don't remember a whole lot of bad years until maybe there in the 2000s where I guess five five wins, I can't remember what they did, but five wins was probably considered bad for that program, the way he had it going. But, you know, Kansas is, is moving. I, you know, I don't know if they're going to, you know, Kansas State had some years where they were, you know, 10 and 11 wins there. So it'll, it'll just be interesting to watch, but it's going to go slow. It's going to go slow, and, and they're doing it right. And for those ready to put me in a rubber room, I'm not in any way saying that KU will be on that level of what K-State did. I'm just saying that I think it's, uh, I think much, much better days are coming for the Jayhawks. Jeff? Yeah, just uh, just yeah. curious what you think uh, Lance, Lance Leipold has learned about building a defense uh, that can that can be effective in the Big 12. I mean, it's just extremely hard. Uh, in in college football to build a successful defense because offenses are so prevalent. So what do you think, uh, you know, his he's learned, first of all, and, and how do you think he's going about it? What do you think is the best way? Is it through the transfer portal or, or something else? Well, they've, they've gone to the portal, and, and they've got some guys that have helped. I mean, they've gone to the portal to get guys up front. They've gone to the portal for some linebackers. I mean, gosh, some of their, some of their best linebackers are going to be from the portal. So, and, they, and they've done well in recruiting. The recruiting class right now, where they're at, it's, it's the best that it's been from a high school level. It's the best that it's been in some time. So he knows what needs to be done. He's, a, he's an incredibly smart intellectual football coach. It's just when you're building with defense, I still think you've got to have a system in place. And I think the fact that they've got Jalen Daniels and Kotal Nicky is a tremendous offensive coordinator, very creative. I think the fact that the offense kind of took off puts a magnifying glass on the defense that it, it makes its struggles bigger, right? Because now you look back and say, God, if they could have just got those two stops there, they win another game. Or if, if they wouldn't have fallen behind 21-7 in that game, and then they played well after that, if they could have just got some stops here and there. So I think the defense is kind of under a microscope a little bit more. And Lance Leipold knows, listen, they – they have been very physical in their practices. They were very physical in the spring. Guys were banged up. And, and, and he said, he told us going in the spring, this is going to be a physical spring football. We have got to learn what it means to play physical football. And, I mean, there were kids banged up left and right. There were guys banged up in fall camp. So I think he's sending the message, especially up front, they've got to be more physical. And I think a lot of that goes to the defensive side of the ball. All right, really good stuff. You got me fired up for that Illinois game because you're right. That's uh, that's a very interesting early season game between a couple of teams in their respective conferences that are kind of in similar places. So that one coming up week two, the Jayhawks open tomorrow night at home against Missouri State. We've been talking KU football with John Kirby from Jayhawks Slant. John, thank you very much. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks. All right. Yeah, that's a. I'm, I, am I a little too bullish on KU? Probably, but that's okay. Why do you think probably? I just, I just don't. Put your money uh, where your mouth is. What money? Well, you said I'm 
being too bullish. Tell me why. Well, it's just uh, it's just a little too much. Let's wait and see what happens. I'm not saying they're going to be world beaters. You got them at nine right. wins. I don't know let, if that's. Let me tell you where I. Th- no, I said I said is it is it possible? I didn't say it's nine wins. They beat Missouri State. Illinois to me is a big wild card. Uh, I think Illinois KU are. All right, that's going to be one of the games of the week in all of college football next in week two. Maybe. Uh, they'll they'll win at Nevada. I don't care if they start that game at 3 a.m., right? Don't know. Uh, home against BYU. They'll they'll win that game. Uh, that's potentially 4-0. Or they might be 2-2. Two and two. Uh, That's potentially 4-0 at Texas. That's a loss. 4-1. Home against Central Florida. Wild card game. I'll give it to them. 5-1. Uh, at Oklahoma State, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know how good. I don't know how good KU is going to be. Their uh, offense certainly looks six and one, like it could Oklahoma be off the charts. At home. Don't know. Seven and one, right? Maybe, or maybe four and four at Iowa State. Don't know. Well, what's what's this? Don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and predict like well, I. You act- don't know any time we look, go through schedules. I don't know. I don't know well, enough what about. The, why are you on this show if you don't know? I just this am. isn't the don't know show. Oh, well, it's this not is the, the Bob knows. It's not the win, 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 win. This is the Bob for, knows and Jeff for a Aguilar. team that's had one winning season in the last. I don't 3, know. I don't know years. why you're being resistant. I I've got them at uh, eight and four. Oh, so they're going to go one and three down the stretch. Yeah, because they got Oklahoma, they got Texas Tech, they got K State. I think they lose all those games. So okay. I got them at eight and four. That's what well, that's what I'm sticking with. I don't know either. If they're not good I, enough to win any of those three games, they're not good enough to start seven and one either. But what I'm what I'm doing is is saying is not saying I don't know, because you know what saying I don't know will get you on a radio show. A bunch of people tuning out. Uh, a lot of people not uh, thinking you're just full of it. Millie, uh, I'm listening to the show. This one clown doesn't know anything. So I'm not going to claim to know. How the, would I claim to know what KU's defense is going to look like? I'm going to turn it over here. Be really bad I'm on defense. Turn it over here where these guys know something. Okay, they're probably going to be really bad defensively. The one thing I look for so when you I'm don't look, even you don't even you you just want to pick wins and look at the schedule and win 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 win. Well, I got them at this, but when we we start talking about hey on the field, it might not look like that. Their defense is going to be awful. Then we go, well, Millie, Millie, what do you think? Well, this one guy thing says? I look for is people that know, and you clearly don't. We are joined by Dusty Trail, the head football coach at Bishop Carroll. They open their season tomorrow with uh, probably the game of the week in the state of Kansas, at Northwest to take on the Grizzlies. Hello, Dusty. Hi, how are you guys doing? Oh, you know, Good. it's another year and another Dusty Trail at Bishop Carroll year. <laughs> how, how are you doing? That's the, that's the question. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm out uh, enjoying a little sunshine right now. Well, there's a lot of sunshine to be enjoyed. So you opened with Northwest last year. And it was a shootout. You won at fifty-three to forty-one. Uh, these are two high-powered offenses. Are you expecting something similar to that this year? Yeah, you know, a lot of that has to do with the tempo that uh, Northwest runs. You know, they they play very fast. Uh, so when we play them, uh, there's always uh, a lot of you know we get a lot of plays. Uh, their offense runs 
probably close to 80, 90 plays in a game. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't exactly play slow either. So, uh, when you get that many offensive snaps, uh, you know, you're giving yourselves more opportunities to make some fireworks and put some points on the scoreboard. So you've opened with Northwest uh, every year since 2014, except for the COVID year, which uh, ironically Northwest was your final game in, in that season. So right. do you think practice leading up to uh, a, a first game against Northwest is different than maybe it would be uh, if you're playing somebody else, somebody different, somebody not quite as talented? Obviously the preparation is different, but is, is there anything else that's just different about uh, Northwest week or Northwest month? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a game our kids and their kids probably, but it's a game that our kids definitely look forward to. They like the competition. Uh, they know a lot of the guys on, uh, on Northwest football team and, and, you know, same way with Northwest and us. So, uh, you know, I think there's, uh, definitely some added intensity, um, you know, as we start preparing for Northwest and, and, it's something that's talked about, uh, I'm sure, on both teams all summer long as well. You know, that uh, hey, we have to, you know, we're playing a tough team. We got to get ready for them. So, uh, definitely uh, extra motivation there. Dusty Trail, our guest. We're talking Bishop Carroll football with our head coach. So you've got a really top-notch quarterback in Jackson King, who got pretty good experience last year. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. I know he's headed to Air Force and uh, thought to be one of the best high school quarterbacks in the state of Kansas. What about him? What does yeah. he do well? Well, Jackson's, uh, first of all, number one, he's a very good athlete. Uh, he's got good size. You know, Jackson's uh, 6'3", 6'4", uh, and he runs well. So, uh, you know, uh, that in and of itself uh, makes him tough to defend. Uh, and we use them a lot to run the football. Um, but uh, where I've seen the most improvement in Jackson is uh, his decision-making and throwing the football and uh, being able to create uh, when we're throwing the ball and when the pocket collapses. It just makes us overall as a team very tough to defend when you got a quarterback that's as athletic as he is they can extend plays, uh, get himself out of trouble. And uh, you combine that with better decision-making, um, you got yourself a pretty good quarterback there. Is this the most uh, I don't, star power? I don't, again, I hesitate to use these super superlatives, but, you know, uh, you got the, the running back at Capen. You you have Jackson King and some others. Uh, East right. has some, some real offensive stars obviously northwest has that is this about as good right. uh, offensively that the that the top of the city league has been in a while in your memory oh definitely uh you know there's a lot of guys that uh that can make plays on their own and uh uh you know and, and a lot of these guys are, are getting that kind of respect um through recruiting you can see a lot of those guys are uh getting division one offers and and uh uh, you know, that just goes to uh, the quality uh, that we're seeing here around the Wichita area. And, 
You know, so it just so happens that those kids are playing offense. Um, but, uh, you know, we've always had very good athletes around the city of Wichita. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, those guys get a little more, um, you know, getting better looks from college coaches. And, and uh, you know, it, and it helps other guys get recruited, too, when you have that kind of talent around. But, uh, yeah, it, since I've been a head coach, I don't know that we've seen as much offensive talent uh, throughout the league or throughout the city of Wichita uh, than, you know, since I've become a head coach. Now, you know, back when uh, I was offensive coordinator in Allen's era, um, you know, I, there might be some some years there where uh, we had some pretty talented guys, you know, Cameron Cameron Wimbley kind of comes to mind back in that area. Uh, there were some pretty good guys back then, too. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Are you uh, practicing at this moment, Dusty? No. Uh, I, I have a class. and We're out on the football field playing ultimate Frisbee. So that's probably what you hear going <laughs> on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dusty Trail, our guest from Bishop Carroll. So you were in a bunch of close games last year. You won your share and you lost. You lost three of them as well. So what's it like right. being in a close game and trying to figure out how to pull that close game out? Yeah, you know, um, it's, you know, I like our kids being in close games uh, because it's a challenge uh, mentally uh, to keep yourself mentally in the game. And, uh, you know, you have to, um, in close games, you got to do the little things right to try and pull out those victories. And, uh, you know, the more little things you do correctly, uh, you know, the better it's going to end up for you. So, uh, and that's what we preach a lot is uh, paying, paying attention to those little things, being disciplined, uh, you know, not hurting yourself. Uh, and I think that's an indication that, uh, you know, we're, we're moving in the right direction as far as a program and, and uh, a team and what we want to try and accomplish throughout the year. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it does put stress on, on these guys and on the coaches as well uh, to be in close games like that. But, uh, you know, that's why, that's why you get out and compete. Um, you know, you want that kind of competition. So, uh, you know, it's in, in the end, it, it ends up good for everybody, I think. Can you tell us uh, more about some of your players? We know uh, you've got returners, offense, defense, special teams that had really good years last year, as, as Carroll always does and will. Can you can you name some of those names? I'm sorry, I, I got uh, – I got a little distracted there. What was your question again? We're wanting you to name name some of your players that you expect big things from, and remember, every parent is listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, of course, we already talked about one, Jackson King, but uh, he's got a stable of receivers to uh, get the ball to. Uh, Parker Flack and Luke Holchusen uh, are two of our top receivers that uh, we're expecting big things out of. Van Hanberg's another receiver that we're, we're expecting big things out of. Uh, you know, of course, uh, uh, our other Division One recruit on the offensive side of the ball, Hank Purvis, 
Uh, we're obviously expecting big things out of him, not only in his play, but also in his leadership. Uh, you know, he's the only one back on our offensive line from last year. Uh, so we're trying to work in four new guys that uh, don't have his experience. So uh, he's got to do a great job of, of leading those guys for us. And, uh, uh, you know, we got Thomas Gorgeous back at running back. Uh, from last year. He did a great job for us last year, so we're expecting the same out of him this year. On the defensive side of the ball, we got our leading tackler back in uh, Carter Morris uh, playing linebacker for us. And uh, so we're expecting him to make a lot of plays for us. Uh, Sam Hampton on the defensive line is is back for us as well. Um, you know, and then... Uh, uh, in the secondary, uh, well, we got another linebacker, Cash Ungles. Um, he he got some playing time last year, um, but uh, really came into his own toward the end of last year. Uh, we played him at some D-line last year and some linebacker. We moved him full-time to linebacker this year. Uh, we're expecting a lot of big plays out of him as well. And in the secondary, we've got uh, – uh, some guys that got some part-time playing time last year, Hayden Mulling, uh, he's going to play a safety for us. And uh, we're expecting him to do a great job of leading that crew back there. All right, I think you got everybody, Dusty. I think you're going to be okay <laughs> with your parents. I, um, I tried to name have... as many as I could. <laughs> we do appreciate you and your time, and best of luck. Big one tomorrow night against Northwest at Northwest. We'll uh, follow you throughout, Dusty. Thank you. You bet. It's going to be fun. Thank you, guys. I appreciate yes, it. Thanks. All right, Dusty Trail from Bishop Carroll. We will be back. Hour number two. Our first picks coming up at about 325. We'll be joined by Jason Duda and Max Power uh, to get those first aid picks out of the way. Back in a minute, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 